This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome back to Buckets. No Billy today, but my guest is a well-known basketball podcaster. I'm sure he's uh, well-versed enough to carry the load for both of us. Please welcome to the show, J.E. Skeets. You getting bucket buckets. How's it going? Sir, how's it going over there? You're in Georgia, right? Yeah, Atlanta, Georgia, the ATL, the Dirty South. Uh, it's cool. going all right. I don't leave my house. So. I saw on an Instagram story you were at a frat party last night. What was that <laughs> well, about? Hey, look, that uh, beer pong's not going to play itself, all right? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. No mass. There was must have been 500 people there. Crowd, you crowd surf. Yeah, it's you very tough to surf. shoot a ping pong ball with a mask on. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I'm a of bit course. of a mouth breather as it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah so it's very weird. difficult. Right, exactly. Jesus Christ. Well, I'm glad you're, you stayed safe. Yeah, more yeah, or less. yeah. Go dogs, though. Go dogs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys are recording, I should say, uh, from the No Dunks podcast, Jay Skeets. Um, you guys are recording a podcast every day, seemingly sometimes twice a day. Is that safe to say? Yeah, we are, because we try and sprinkle in our Beach Steppin' podcast, which is our mailbag-only podcast. Uh, we try and do that at least once a week, and, uh, you know, we get some... Uh, it, it's died off as we've gotten into the playoffs, because it's like basketball, 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 but we were getting, like, a lot of, like one-on-one interviews and stuff like that so yeah we were we've been we've been pumping out the content good uh good so, seven eight or nine podcasts a week too many yeah. podcasts some say <laughs> some could argue not me though not me i listen to all of them but some could argue oh, that it's too you. many uh but yeah if you're ever jonesing for more basketball podcasts and uh buckets releases once every 31 days i think at this point <laughs> so if you want uh 91 episodes of basketball podcast in between those episodes you should listen to no dunks for sure uh there's no specific thing i wanted to talk about today but i know just in case uh you're missing your television show i thought i can hit you with a lot of um tv segments you okay. guys remember like the tv segments you had to like sort of brainstorm then execute on do you do you have any examples of those from your um starters days like segments that we sort of uh, crafted and came up with yeah. yeah yeah well i mean some have trickled or found their way into the podcast but yeah the up down report yeah and uh is this news where we give you nice. a headline uh from the nba world and debate whether it's even newsworthy um well wow. i mean lots of you know yeah up down report for those that don't know we're thumbs up thumbs down on a topic stuff like that yeah yeah, it's just like you know, ways of like gamifying talking about hoops. Uh, 100%. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you some with some silly segment ideas. We can chat about it for a little, and we'll hop around a bit. Okay. All right. This first one that I thought of, Rona or Nona? Mm. Did these basketball players have coronavirus in the last uh, six months? Okay. All right, ready? Okay. Nona or Rona? Malcolm Brogdon. Nona or Rona? Uh, this is a, you actually know the answers to this, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I, I was able to research. Okay, a I'm gonna a say list. I'm gonna say Brogdon was a Nona. Brogdon was a Rona. He was. Yeah, he was. It was gonna delay his um, arrival into the bubble, and it may have a little bit. But he ended up playing these games. Malcolm mm. Brogdon, Pacers point guard, um, was a was a Rona. Do you th- <laughs> Do you think the the Bucks are missing him right now, or they would have been down however much without him? I think they're definitely him. definitely missing him because you know the big dilemma because of numbers because of salaries was like, do we keep Bledsoe? Do we keep Brogdon? Now you, they could have technically, if they wanted to pony up the money, could have paid Brogdon as well. You could have had both of them on your roster. But yeah, tough to see what Brogdon did, especially playing with the Rona down in the bubble and yeah. uh, comparing it to Bledsoe. <laughs> Um, I think Bledsoe also had the Rona. I was going to say, I don't know if he's coming up later, but I'm pretty sure he is Rona as well. So if I get bonus points on that. But yeah, I think you would right now. Just because Brogdon can create his own shot. That's the big thing. And we've seen with the Bucs, you know, trailing uh, right now, heading into obviously a a game five where they're trying to stay alive against the Heat. They need some other shot creators. And Middleton can do it. He did it in game four. But man, you could use that uh, in some of these other games. So yeah, I think they're definitely missing Malcolm. Yeah, I would agree. Um, But down to the heat is such an insane thing and like the fact that Giannis goes down and they win their only game what a crazy turn of events yeah it was the I don't know did the heat just it happens I think where a star player goes down and you're already up 3-0 anyway and you're like well they're just gonna roll over and die let's just let them like cower in the corner and slowly you know pack their bags and leave the bubble 
talking they being the Bucks, and and they didn't. You know, Middleton caught fire. They get they got him the ball like nonstop because they were like, well, what else are we gonna do? Middleton needs yeah. to have one of these thirty plus point games. He caught fire from three. Went to work at the free throw line, and uh, it was enough. So you know. We'll see what happens in Game 5. I think the Heat will close it out. I just think they're a better team. I had them to win it, you know, heading into the whole series. I thought it would go 7, but, yeah, I think they just took their, their foot off the gas a little bit there in, in Game 4, and, you know, hopefully it doesn't come back to bite them in the ass. I said if we ever get a team to come back from 3-0, like, it's never happened, right, in NBA history? Yeah. If it were to happen, you would probably <laughs> pick a place like the bubble, right? Like, neutral site games, so no home yep. home court advantage. You know, get that off, off the table. And it's like it's everything is weird in 2020 as it is. Like why couldn't why wouldn't this be the year where someone came back from 3-0? So you know That's we'll see true. whether or not the Heat can end it. Also, like it would be the Bucks, like the quote unquote best team. Best in the team, NBA. yeah, 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 for sure, absolutely. And 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 if Giannis plays, of course we don't know with the ankle and all that. But you're right, you got one of the best players in the league, and you were the best defense, and you were one of the best offenses. Like uh, yeah, you would pick a team like that to ultimately pull off the you know the unthinkable, but. All that said, I'm not betting on that. Yeah, <laughs> I did take a look and like, what are the Bucks to win right now? Because they're down 3-0. Would they be like 10 to one odds, 20 to one odds to come back? Especially after uh, Giannis went down, they must have been really long shots. What was it? You, you don't have any idea? I looked, I couldn't find it. Mm, it not even on, on the board. My, yeah, yeah, it wasn't even on the board. I think it was because Giannis got hurt, and they're like, we don't know how to factor into this equation. Right, right, or whatever. right. Uh, all right. Russell Westbrook, Nona or Rona? Oh, that's a Rona. That's a that Rona. That is a man. Rona. Yeah. 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 Seems these fun. Are, these are all interesting <laughs> because it because remember there was like the dilemma of like, should we even know? Right? Right. Like exactly. should this and that's funny you brought up the betting lines and stuff like that. Like some people were like, well, yeah, if you're gonna and the NBA has started to lean heavily into uh, you know, lines and obviously the gambling angles to the to the sport like they are they're going that way there's money to be made and uh you know it's coming around it's legal in some states and stuff like that but yeah so if that's the case then don't you need to know you know whether or not that guy's even there or playing you know not just because he's got a twisted ankle but because he's you know unfortunately got got coronavirus so yeah, yeah he had it and um i don't know maybe it's uh maybe it's a bit of a reason why he's struggling uh you know he had injuries as well too so he had the double yeah he had like a quad injury yeah yeah, so he's he playing is a... so poorly. I can't, I can't quite adequately put into it. I'm not like a guy who's like this guy fucking sucks. Trade him, get rid of him. But like Westbrook is looking awful. Like he is actively hurting the Rockets right now. Oh yes, but you could have inserted what you just said about Russell Westbrook into any podcast over the last <laughs> ten years about Russell Westbrook. And I know. Yeah, and trust me, we did, and we've been doing it that long. That. He is so polarizing from game to game. He's so important, of course, to a team's success. So he can obviously take a team to other like unworldly heights, or he can literally just tank his team because yeah. he's not a three-point shooter. He sometimes falls in the trap of shooting them. He took seven in game two. That's not good. <laughs> he sometimes is sloppy with the ball, so you're turning it over now like he did in game two, and the Lakers are going the other way. Like he's the so The turnovers weird. look awful. Yeah. Like, the turnovers yeah. are like jumping in the air throwing it out of bounds like not even like weird lazy passes just like throw like and against okc didn't he have like the driving kick out that went straight out of bounds you're like what are you doing what are you doing yeah like you are an all-star all nba caliber player and then mvp it, it, an mvp when you're and it's like it, it that's the weird part he just from game to game it's so the highs and lows like but you wouldn't be surprised if he bounces back in game three and he's suddenly like you know, the 30-point triple-double Westbrook and has a really solid game where he's attacking the guys inside on the Lakers. Uh, again, his entire career has been this. I don't think it's ever going to change. And I really do believe teams, like, especially led by LeBron, they tr you can try and, like, wind him up a little bit, right? You can sort of, like, get into yeah. Westbrook's head very easily <laughs> where you're like, oh, yeah, you should shoot that, you know? Or you can, you know, whatever, talk some junk to him. And I think that, you know... It, it, it he just turns into like a raging bull or something and it's like, like uh -oh. the hulk yeah yeah hulk yeah that's a good way to put it uh and that can be good at times and that can be bad at times destructive <laughs> to his yeah. own team yeah it's like him talking to uh the coach of the rockets dan tony saying you wouldn't like me when i'm angry like <laughs> don't get me pissed off or i'll fucking sprint and get blocked and throw it like do you see that one three that was like it hit the bottom of the net on the outside of the rim like That's, what is going on good. there yeah and then i talked about this on our show at the end of game two if you remember 
you know, this was a close game, like Lakers-Rockets, and Westbrook picked up his fifth foul. It was a weird call because they went to review yeah, and then it was turned into a call. after it, the pass yeah, or something. It was strange. It, I mean, even the broadcast was like, I think Westbrook got a foul there after looking <laughs> at it. But uh, anyway, he had five, and D'Antoni keeps him out there because Harden's getting his rest. And it's like... LeBron and the Lakers knew, like, we can go right at Westbrook, and he's literally just going to, like, hold the door for us. Yeah, like, here you go. Because he doesn't want to pick up a sixth foul, and he doesn't want to, like, obviously have to go to the bench and not play down the fourth quarter stretch. So, you know, like, they went at him. They went at him, like, three or four times, and I think that was a bad decision from D'Antoni, though I heard some people say, yeah, they were hoping Westbrook would pick up his sixth (laughs) foul (laughs) so he could get pulled out, uh, and then maybe they'd like their chances. But we'll see. I I still have faith. I've always been a Westbrook stan a little bit. You take the the bad with the good, unfortunately, with Westbrook, and he will bounce back. But you're right. I mean, he's been injured. He had the coronavirus, and... (laughs) You know, he's just maybe never been able to get it going here since the restart. Because he was awesome, if you remember, like in the start of the calendar year, right. to like you when know, Harden just, went, yeah, took a backseat a little bit to Westbrook. Yeah, and uh, he sort of carried them for a good couple of months when they really leaned into playing small ball too. And um, yeah, we'll see if he can sort of find that magic again. He will for a couple games, and then he'll be complete garbage for other ones. It's great. He's aging in like reverse. Usually, it's like, oh, the shot's the last thing to go. It's like, no, his shot went instantly, and he's still super athletic. Like, you're not supposed to do that. You're yeah, supposed to drive less. But now he's like, he's still like insane. Like when he gets to the basket, you're like, oh my god, why doesn't he just do that all the time? I know, I know. It's it, it's a why not? I just I'm convinced it's just like the Lakers saying, hey man, bet you can't hit that three, bet you can't well, do the, it. The Lakers have like Westbrook Light and Rondo, where it's like this polarizing guy, where it's like some days he looks like he's killing us, and some days it's like, oh, he's a plus 28. Maybe yep. he is really good. Some days he's playoff Rondo, and That's other right. days he's like tanking your team. Yeah. The only difference is like Rondo's our seventh best player, and Westbrook's their second best player. Yep. So, like, w- when we have Anthony Davis and they have Russell Westbrook as like their number two, I'm not too worried about the Rockets. Right, right. You're just worried with the Rockets that they hit 25 to 33s in a game. And even then, they hit 22 in game two and still lost. Um, yeah. But, you know, they're such a weird variable team because of the highs and lows of how they play. It's, uh, you know. I wonder if Rockets fan, like some Rockets fans, are like, I don't like this. Like, I know, I as a as a as a opponent, like I'm watching the Laker games, and like I would hate to root for the Rockets because I think they're annoying. They shoot like too many threes. But are there any Rockets fans that are like, wait, I also hate Westbrook. For the last ten years, he was a Thunder, and I hated him then. Then he we traded fucking four draft picks and Chris Paul, a better player, to get him, and now he's doing terribly. Can I just continue hating Russell Westbrook or? Like it's weird fandom brain where you have to rationalize liking a fan that you liking a player that you hated. I'm not quite sure. Oh yeah, it would have been hell for those people if Chris Paul and the Thunder had beaten them in Game Seven. Oh my god! Like that would have been brutal. Down one, like Chris Paul had what a fucking storybook ending. Get traded to the (sighs) Thunder, and he could have beaten them in Game Seven with a buzzer beater. That would have been very bad for Rockets fans. I actually was happy they sort of at least escaped that, uh, you know, that storyline because that you, they would have never heard the end of it. You know, especially if Harden had a, you know, another rough game where Lou Dort of all guys, yeah. Canadian Lou Outshot Dort, shot him. Yeah, like outscores him, outshoots him. Um, yeah, that would have been bad. But they, now here they are. They're they're gonna. I think it's still gonna be a series versus the Lakers. I do, uh, just because they're such a weird team. That's just the honest yeah. truth about it. Yeah. That's what the, everyone says, the high variance. If they yep. make 53s, they'll win. If they miss, they'll lose. And that happens even within the game. Like yeah. the third quarter, you're, holy shit. How, my friends text me like, how did the Rockets come back? I'm like, the answer to all your questions is they made a lot of threes or they missed a lot of threes. Yeah. That's, yeah. How they, that's how they're up 20 or that's how they're down 20. Right. That's they either the only... missed 27 consecutive threes yes. and they lost a game they should have won. Or yeah, they're back in this game because in the third <laughs> quarter, they just like hit nine in a row. Right. And it's like not just one guy. You know, it's not like a Jamal Murray performance or something. It's like every guy out there is hitting threes and it's like contagious yeah. outside of Westbrook maybe. But like, yeah, that's that's exactly right. Um, so you just gotta try and run them off the line I guess for the Lakers right but what's like D'Antoni saying at half he's like come on guys like remember we only do one thing (laughs) right so just do that thing there's no like strategy there's not like actually I have a new idea Harden pump fake and shoot a 21 footer I was I was I tweeted like imagine PJ Tucker hitting a shot from like the free throw line extended. Imagine him shooting a shot from there. Well, PJ Tucker I can't in, the, even imagine um, that. in the game seven, wasn't it game seven versus the Thunder? Or am I mixing it up with even game one in their victory over the Lakers? Maybe it was the game one. 
He pump faked in the corner, PJ Tucker, who's always going to let that fly in the corner. And he did drive in and he hit a little floater late. Like it was like, a, wow. like whoa, it was like weird to see. Didn't know you could even do that. Dantoni's nose just starts to bleed. Holy shit. I have an idea. Um, fuck. Get my fucking whiteboard X's and O's thing. He draws it in blood from his nose. 18 footer. Let's try it. Uh, all right. Nona Arona, huge hit. I'm glad we I'm glad we did that. Worked out well. My last one was gonna be Zubots, but he also had the Rona. All oh wow, the they Rona. all did it. I guess yeah. everybody did at one point. Um yeah. by the way, Let's... like when we came up with our segments uh back in the starters days, it was along those lines. I assume you did this too. Think up the great name of the segment first, <laughs> then figure out what it is. Exactly. <laughs> we always did that. Oh, Rona Nona, that's not, is that something? Is Rona Nona something? Yeah, we can maybe do that. Let's try yeah. it. Yeah. It's probably too insensitive to do on TV, but you know, that's why podcasts are here. Oh yeah. Matty O would have shot that down instantly, our, our former producer. He would be there's yeah. no way we're doing that on TV. Yeah, that's so, smart. He but. would he would be right and I would be wrong. <laughs> All right. Uh this one's kind of a stretch. Instead of A O K, it's A five K. Do you think there's any player in the NBA that you could beat today in a five K race? You're a runner. I think there's a lot. A yeah. lot of guys I could beat. In a 5K, I mean, that's a decent distance. Um, what's, your, what's your best 5K? That's my, 3.1 miles. Yeah, my best 5K ever, a couple years ago now. I'm getting older. I've hit 40. Um, 17 minutes and 32 seconds. That's insane. Which that's is pretty so quick. Fast. Which is pretty did you quick. you run like high school? Did you do cross country? And no, stuff? I, did, like, uh, I did cross country when I was in grade eight. And then I enjoyed it, but like I just did it, I think maybe because my friends were doing it even. And then I was playing all the other sports. Uh, and then I never ran in... Never ran in um, high school because grade eight was pre-high school. Uh, never, ever. Played all the other sports like soccer and, and basketball, of course, and volleyball. But no, never did that. But then just suddenly picked it up like in 2013. I, like, I was like, I enjoyed running. And you know what it really was? I started seeing, on, I think it was like on Instagram. I was like, oh, these like cool looking run groups. I was like, oh, that's really cool. These people just look cool. Like I'd like to go run a 5k and then have a beer after you know like, i like yeah. the idea of that like I, that's something right. i'm into meet some new people and stuff like that so i did it in toronto before i moved down to atlanta and then continued to do it in atlanta with these run groups and it's like a really cool way to do it like running is such an individual sport but there is this weird um cool community i think to it like uh like this collective so yeah and then i was like i'm sort of good at running and i really like it so i just sort of stuck with it yeah yeah it definitely is cool to run in a cool run group that's true it is it's fun yeah i also i don't like beer enough to be cool enough to run in a run group unfortunately Mm. so i'm like i'm a guy who sort of jogs by himself listening to a podcast then goes home and eats a bowl of cereal well that's that's fair and that's me now too i you know of course now in in today's environment i mean you can't even play rona nona anymore um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing the, the run groups as much. So I, I'm now running for me is like pure meditation. That's I've figured that out. Like I can't look at your phone. Yeah, like exactly. Uh, but I'm listening to a podcast, sometimes listening to music, but it is generally a podcast. Um, and I just zone out and that I do like that. And I, I feel better when I'm back and all that, you know, you, then I feel like I could, then I feel like I can drink a beer and I won't feel guilty or stuff like that too. So it, go, it, it all works perfectly. But I think I could smash a lot of these tall people at, at a 5k because yeah. being tall is not that beneficial um, right. for running long distance. So they, they ha- they're at a bit of a handicap there. I also wonder if um, they never like do basketball players ever run three miles? Like, is that ever like necessary? <laughs> they seem to do sprints, right? Yeah. It's a lot of stop and go, which is of course very very different than just straight on running a, a 5k or even longer so yeah i don't know like i know some of the remember they track these guys how long they run in a game yeah i'm pulling CJ this McCollum. yes i was just gonna say that yeah yeah <laughs> but like what would he get up to in a game i can't really remember like how many miles yeah. would he have run in a game i can look it up but is yeah, it like would you two guess? or three i feel like that sort of sounds right is. to me yeah yeah distance per game but it's obviously yes, yeah, so much stop and go and timeouts and like just within play. So oh, I yeah, don't know. One one point five miles per game. Yeah. Okay. So that's like it's obviously not a ton, which makes sense. Yeah. I mean, they're only running what ninety feet at a time, if that. Yeah. I mean, not even running that really. Yeah. So that's a weird one. But uh, I would love to know who's the fastest like long distance runner in the NBA. That that intrigues me. Like, is it? I don't even know. I don't even know where to start. Like, is it? Yeah. Is it, is it J.J. Reddick? Yeah, like, is it, exactly. Yeah, J.J. Reddick is a good one. I mean, he's always running around. It can make sense. Like, just who has that endurance? Or who did it in, 
high school yeah. or something. Yeah. Someone... Yeah. How many How many NBA players have run a half marathon in their life, let alone in the last like ten years? Great question. Would love it's... to know how many. If you line them up, these are some of the most athletic people in the world. Could right. you line them up and say, "Hey, run a marathon"? I don't think like could Russell Westbrook run a marathon today, just like from pure adrenaline. My gut says. My gut says no, but then I'm like, I don't know. Like these are the most athletic people in the world. Like, could he power through it? Could he run a four hour, a five hour marathon? I guess. Like, yeah, probably. He yeah. just no trainer would ever ask him to do that. Right, right, right. So uh, yeah, put me down feeling pretty confident. I, I'm. I have no idea what percentage of these guys I could take in a five game, but I but I think it's decently high. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. And if, if your life depended on it, who are you choosing to race against? To, to beat? Yeah. Oh, man, uh... Like a Jokic or something. Yeah. Boban. <laughs> Boban. I mean, he'd have me for the first couple of steps and then, uh, you know, he'd eat my dust, Boban. Uh, uh, yeah. No, any of the big guys, any of the giants, there's, there's not a chance. There's not a chance. Right. All right. Similarly, uh, this is a bet I made with Marty once. Um, Marty, who is a, a runner just like yourself, or at least he used to be. He, d- he had the opposite. He used to run in college and now stopped. You mm. didn't run in college and started. We had a bet, and we couldn't quite figure out the answer. But I said that there were NBA players that cannot dunk. And he says, that's insane. They're all athletic enough to run fast enough. Running fast is half of it. They can mm. all do it, and they can all dunk a basketball. Right. So then we found some lists that said, like, which players haven't dunked in a game, but can they dunk in practice, and which right. can dunk in practice, or used to be able to, but can't dunk anymore. So where do you, where do you weigh in on that? I, I think, okay. Can J.J. Barea dunk? That's a good question. That, so like, there's videos of him dunking on, like, Team Puerto Rico in, like, okay. 2007. I, there's just no way to prove whether he can today. Yeah, that that's true. I mean, see, I think today Raul he could. Neto is another one. Right, right. I mean, Steve Nash notoriously never dunked in an NBA game. Now, that doesn't mean Steve Nash couldn't dunk. Like, he... Right. I think there is video of maybe him, like, throwing <laughs> one down or something, too. Um, <laughs> or, you know what I mean, like... The the almost like us dunking a tennis ball at our the peak of our athletic abilities, right. we can almost just get throwing it. it. Uh, yeah, like, is that a layup or a dunk? It's right. hard to quantify. There's no like specific. Although right. like NBA advanced stats has like videos of everything, and I remember finding DJ Augustine has never dunked in a game. Or I was like, can DJ Augustine dunk? And NBA advanced stats had him dunking once, and like they even show you a clip. You see like yeah. these advanced yep. stats are like every play by play. Yeah, so it's like. I click on like DJ Augustine dunk and it was like a layup. I'm like, that's not a dunk. Like right. he, he can't dunk. They just said he can dunk, but that's, they misclassified it hmm. in this uh, box score. I, I mean, I hear what Marty's saying. It's like to get to this level of this sport, you're obviously athletic and you're generally fast. That's true. Like, cause you got to generate the speed to then catapult up and right. they have great control of their bodies. Like all that, <laughs> like that all makes sense. But I still think they're, Today, like I think JJ Brea in the league right now cannot dunk. Put me down. Yeah, that's what I think. I think so as well. Yeah, put me down just because of his age, his size, and you know injuries have come in even to play. I just don't. I don't think so. But man, like if you were like, hey JJ, hundred thousand dollars to the charity of your choice, <laughs> could he do it? I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, look, if you said to me, I'm five ten. I'm fairly athletic, not NBA level athletic. I will admit that, but there's no way. I mean, you could give me a hundred chances in one day. I'm not gonna be able to dunk it. Can you hit? Can you touch rim? Now, I bet you I can't. I bet you I can't. I bet you I'd be very close, buddy. I mean, and this is tough for me to say because I'm overly confident in everything I do. Um, <laughs> no, I think the answer is no. Without, I mean, no, no. I don't think I could. Could back in the day. Definitely, but uh, and it's a lot. I'm like a glider. I'm a I'm a jumper glider. Yeah. So you, it's like distance, long jump, more big than big time, big time. Even we're playing pickup hoops. People are like, where are you taking off from? I just have this weird ability to glide, <laughs> but the up, the vertical, 
not as not as great as it used to be. So I would say no, I cannot touch rim right now. You have a great horizontal leap. <laughs> you don't hear that said enough. <laughs> Who's got the best horizontal in the NBA? <laughs> <laughs> I know anybody, uh, Derek White, or what's his name, Derek Jones Jr., can, has a great vertical. What's his horizontal? Wow, he actually, I bet, would have an awesome one. Because he, like, lifts his legs crazy when he dunks. He has, like, almost, he almost looks like a long jumper when he dunks at times, now that I think about it. Well, Mike yeah. Conley, his dad used to be a professional long jumper. I wonder if he just Senior, has it yeah. in him. Yeah, he knows the tricks of the trade. Derek Jones Jr. seems to, he, like, jumps in the air and lets the wind, like, just sort of thrust him an extra few yeah, feet in the air. Yeah, yeah. He I flies. Love, I love watching him dunk. <laughs> it, it helps. It looks cool when a really skinny guy can jump that high, too. It yeah. just, something about it just looks cooler to me. And uh, he's a lefty, right? Yep. That, uh, yep. A bonus points for that also looks that cooler. cooler. I think he's got a great horizontal jump, though. Yeah, I bet, I bet he's got the best horizontal in the NBA. Have you played basketball since March? <laughs> no. Have you dribbled? Have you touched a basketball? Since yeah, March? so I do this weird thing where I watch these games because I've been watching nonstop <laughs> basketball games. Like, I stand a lot because I get tired of sitting, obviously, in my chair here podcasting and even just watching. So, you know, I just like to hold the basketball, you know, practicing yeah. spinning it on a finger. Uh, I'll do it with a volleyball as well. A little easier just to kick around. If I want to get a quick kick in with a volleyball, yeah. it's a little more fun. But Pot. yeah, no, not. Uh, I've shot around a handful of times by myself. Handful. I'm talking like three times over. Where? Just at like, yeah, that's true. There are a lot of courts that the rims were taken down, um, yeah. especially in my neighborhood now where I am. But there are, you can find the odd one that they forgot about. Um, and there's one, it's over by where I used to live uh, and Trey still lives there. It's in a park and it's like, there's this slab of cement in this park, but it's not like a kid's park. So there's not a playground. It's like a, a wooden park. There's a slab of cement and there is a, you know, there's a hoop that you would see in a driveway. So someone has put it there and it's just there and there's always a basketball there so i think my best guess is the person that lives closest to this park like you can see a house obviously it's like it might be there as kids or something and they just put it there and they're like who cares who uses it <laughs> all uh, right so i've shot around on that one uh, uh i fear so- i fear the first game back after six months a bunch of 40 year olds playing basketball for the first like we're all gonna tear an achilles heel oh right? like, yeah i was just gonna it's say gonna be dangerous like, it's gonna be it's gonna be bad and then you're not gonna want to go to the hospital fear of the coronavirus there <laughs> this is a lot of mending on your own oh yeah i mean you're right knock on wood that doesn't happen but uh i am uh, it hit me the other night i was like damn i miss wednesday night pickup ball you know i know you yeah. play a couple times and stuff like that so yeah what yeah. do you like and when is it ever when are you ever gonna feel comfortable playing basketball with 15 strangers again sweating breathing like we have to be daily tested we have to get into a bubble for a pickup game i don't understand <laughs> yeah i'd be really committed to your uh to your run uh okay everybody we're going into quarantine for two weeks all right <laughs> two wednesday uh two wednesdays out okay everybody enter wear your gear though wear the same clothes you're gonna wear for the run you do it for two weeks you miss a free throw and can't even play it's like sorry we we're at uh we're at capacity brother we needed 15 we have 16 in the bubble when you lose you gotta say we got next two weeks from now put your name down i'm gonna go get rapid tested it's gonna cost 95 dollars per game we play so what's the over under if i set the over under for you amir uh at i'm gonna go june 2021 Ooh. Before or after, what's your bet on you playing a game of pickup basketball? I love questions like this. I was, I've been answering questions like this since February. Mm. Um, and I'm usually very pessimistic. So, like, I thought you'd say January, and I'd be like, oh, way over. Yeah, so you said a good line, yeah. June. Yeah. I think what we'll – I think I'll take the under. Okay. So the prior. Which is very optimistic for me. Okay. Yeah, which is, like, eight months away. And I think it, it won't be a vaccine. It'll be a rapid test. Like, we'll all be able to get tested at 9 a.m. and get the results by 10 Okay. for, like, 40 bucks, and then we'll be able to play basketball. And so what? You're going to then show me when you come out onto the floor? Like, Yeah. That's hey, right. look at me. Everyone has to show their negative result. Oh, I think wow. that's the only way to do it. Otherwise, well, that's how we like, make teams knows? now? Negative yeah. and positive results? <laughs> Instead of shirts for skins. <laughs> negative versus positive. Rona versus Nona. <laughs> Who are you rolling with tonight? Oh, unfortunately, I'm on Rona tonight. 
Well, you got a good team, though. Good team. Got some height. Yeah. Nobody's guarding them, obviously. Who wants to stay within six inches, body them down low with a fucking coronavirus? Yeah, yeah. You just leave them <laughs> wide open. I mean, you get a bunch of shooters on Team Rona. It's a victory. Social distance. Leave them six feet. Oh, Wow. Wearing a mask while playing basketball. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> next level. Yeah. Could we create basketball social distance rules apply? So you have to stay away all the time. Yeah. Six feet from each other. Like we can you- wear those like giant like rings you've seen maybe some people wore. Uh, yeah. Do you ever see that clip going around people at the beginning of it all? We're like wearing like, like a giant hula hoop to create space for Six yourself. Feet. Yeah. Yeah. That's so crazy. Or, you know, the masks for the broken nose. If you just slide them down over your mouth. So right. you still got like the plastic, but it's just like down here. It's almost like a, a, a hockey goalie mess. Yeah, right, 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 right. Okay, so you're taking you're taking prior to June 2021. You'll be out. Yeah. Okay. Vaccine that's somewhat effective. And then um, it'll have to be like a private game, like not at like a public park, but like maybe somebody's house is like a half court. And then right. um, rapid testing. Hopefully all those three things together by May will come together and let us play basketball again. And then what if you're just horrible? Because you haven't played in so long. What if you just like, God, I hate this now. Yeah. <laughs> I was already bad, so like I can't get much worse. I, it won't be like, shit, I was so good, and now I can't fucking make a shot. I will go from a, a pretty poor shooter to like, and then taking a full year off to like shooting a basketball again. How much worse can it get? <laughs> I mean, what's Westbrook shooting from three? 18%? Man, probably. I could do that. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably, you're probably good. So you don't, have a, you don't have your own uh, little setup there. You don't have your own net, obviously. No, I was thinking of just like buying like a, a hoop and like putting it on my roof or something just to like practice. But like, oh, I don't know God, I, don't do that. Have you never seen a, a uh, what was that movie? Uh, um, <laughs> what was it? Was it a, uh, what's the like movie? Like Mike? No, Flubber? I can't think of the bathroom. <laughs> a, I'm, I can't remember if it's, uh, it's above the rim. Yeah, it's above the rim. Start of above the rim. Um, the guy falls off the the rooftop. They're playing basketball on the roof. Oh yeah, no, sorry. Not I'm not gonna play on the roof. I'm gonna put the the rim, attach it to my roof, and then play like in my backyard. Oh, I got you outside, outside. Okay. Yeah, I thought you meant Just, like, on your roof. Basically, build like a key. Like that's that's the only space I have. Yeah. Is, like 15 feet by 10 feet. That's all you need, man. It could be practicing yeah. your free throws. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll look into it. Okay. Um. All right. Last segment. Oh, actually, maybe a few more. Oh, let's do two more segments. Okay. Three more segments, and then okay, we're out. Yeah, okay. We really got to go. <laughs> Ten segments, then we're done. Then we'll call it. Yeah. Lou, are you again? Is the name of the segment. Okay. So it's yeah. NBA players like Lou Dort, um, but not Lou Dort because we know who they are, yep. that you haven't thought about in six months. I'll start. Wow. I'll start with Cam Reddish, just to get the ball rolling. <laughs> What's another basketball player you haven't thought about since February? A Holy. name you haven't heard since right. the All-Star break. Right, right, right. A name I have not... Oh, um, <laughs> give me a, give me a, an Eric Pascal. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. Although, did, did you hear some scuttlebutt with Pascal about the Rookie of the Year award, maybe? No, no. His name wasn't even brought up. His name wasn't even on the list of like no. third place vote getters. I, 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 well, oh, oh, actually, now that you say that, was he? Uh, was he one of the finalists? I can't remember now. Yeah. Um, if he was, wow, I didn't even didn't even care to look or remember his name at that point. So, all right, Here's okay, who you got? Me, Juancho Hernan Gomez. Oh, that's a good one. Is that's he on a the good. Hornets, the Knicks. He got moved for sure this past season. <laughs> That's a great question. Who he play for? How about um, you know, we're getting into the uh, well soon. We're getting into the Christmas spirit. What about a Darius Garland? <laughs> he was a no this year. Yes, no, yes, he was a rookie this year. He three. was a rookie this year, Darius Garland. That's great. Try I and wrap your head around that. Yeah, yeah. What's Garland like? The Cavs will go from February to December without playing a meaningful game of basketball. Forget that, me. I hope Garland's shooting free throws in his backyard. <laughs> like what? That's, that's a long time to take off. Super, super long time. All right, who, who else you got? Um, hmm. I, I got to be honest with you, Cam Reddish was the only one that popped. Because these are people that 
by definition, are ones that I've forgotten about entirely. Wow. Okay. Well, let me have you thought in the last six months about <laughs> Bobby Portis. <laughs> no, that's no. a great. <laughs> Why would you? Why would you think about those crazy eyes? Yeah, what's Bobby Portis doing? What is he up to? Are they practicing in a gym? Like, I see pickup of Trey Young playing basketball. Right. Like, what's going on there? Yeah, how many of these guys that didn't come down to the bubble because their teams weren't make, didn't make it? Yeah, what what have they done? You can see why a little bit. Like, remember there was the talk of, like, there being a second bubble? And yeah, like, the, oh, yeah, the like, you know. Eight. The delete eight, exactly. Like, where could they do it? Could they just bring them down to Walt Disney World and, like, just do it in another gym? Could they do it in Chicago or Vegas? And, like, it sounds so silly. Like, at first, you're like, who fucking cares about you guys? Sorry. There's playoff basketball going on. But then you take a step back, and what you just said, like, you can understand why those organizations would want to get their guys together and actually, like, see if they're in shape, you know, get some competitive, you know, juices flowing again, play five on five, because... They're going to be, I mean, aren't they just going to be at the most insane disadvantage like when we ever do have the next season if they yeah. haven't been around? Yeah, we do. I mean, right, or well, are yeah. those eight teams going to be the best eight teams because they're super rested? Yeah, imagine taking a year off in the middle of your career, not due to injury, just like a fucking sabbatical. Yeah. Do you come back stronger? <laughs> Caleb Martin. What about his not twin Cody. brother, Cody? No, Cody we talk about all the time. I'm not even bringing him up. I'm talking about strictly Caleb Martin. <laughs> what do you know about Caleb? Do Let's you put think... Cody aside for now. I'm talking strictly Caleb. Caleb. Wow, do you yeah. think we talk about Caleb? No, wait. Do you think we talk about Cody more than Caleb? I, I would I have disagree. to say so. Oh, I if think I say the Martin twins, what do you, who do you think of first? Cody. I think Caleb. <laughs> And that's why we're so different. That's why we're so different, man. (laughs) There's two kinds of basketball fans. They always say. Those two are like, they're next to impossible to like differentiate between the two of them too. They are like identically too. It's it's bizarre. They're they're like, like, I remember actually, I don't know, this a while ago. For all I know, it could have been this year. Feels like 10 years ago. But I remember watching a Hornets game. And I will admit, I don't think I knew that they were both on the Hornets. Yeah, and I shared this clip. It was like it was like obviously the they were focused on somebody else on the broadcast, and they went to the Hornets bench, and like Caleb or Cody, I don't know which one it was, sort of walked into the to the shot, and then another one walked into the shot. Like it was like so Matrix like like the glitch, like it was crazy. Like where I sort of shrieked, like because I didn't know there was two of them. I really don't. You, you know, shrieked. I don't follow the Martins. <laughs> I was freaking shrieked. out. So I'm like checking basketball reference. I'm like, are there two of them? And then of course there are. Um, Do they ever play at the same time? What's that? Do they ever play at the same time? I, my gut would say, yeah, yeah. I'm sure they got some minutes out there. I'd have to uh, call up John Schumann to uh, confirm that. But yeah, yeah. same exact player. It must like if you can find the best player in the NBA and his twin. That, that must be, that's like the equivalent of cloning LeBron James. You can have a fresh LeBron every quarter. Right. I mean, do you think if we get a Clippers-Lakers conference finals, which, you know, knock on wood, we hopefully will, because I think that's the series everybody wants to see, the Battle of LA. Yeah. Would you put it past the Morris twins to swap teams during the series and just that's not tell question. anybody? And would anybody know? I don't know I mean, how we there would be no way us the viewer would know now people right. around the team yeah I think they'd have a better idea but us there's no way especially if if Keith is hitting four threes in a quarter that could <laughs> right. be Marcus easily right I guess the only main difference is that Markeith hasn't actively tried to injure anyone so as right. soon as like someone like oh wait a sec why would Markeith like step on that guy's foot like that doesn't right. seem like a Keith move that's R- a classic Marcus maneuver right right or why did Marcus help that opponent up off the floor that's a, it was huh are we sure that's not Keith <laughs> yeah that's an yeah these twins those those twins are super right I think they have matching tattoos too. they do they do now what do you think about that that's a little weird. That's little we- weird. Let's let's call it for what it is. That's <laughs> very weird. Yeah. And I am not one of these together. people. Fr- I'm not one of these people freaked out by twins. My uh, my sister in law is legit scared of identical twins. Like it's a bit of a phobia. She's <laughs> also, wonder- by the way, married to a twin. 
um, <gasps> but they're not they're not identical. But so I have no problem with it, and I think it's actually very very cool. I think it's like fascinating. But uh, yeah, is that like, why you shrieked when you saw Caleb? Martin I mean, no, yes, yeah, so I have a phobia. <laughs> uh, but the tattooing, I mean, you don't want to have any any individualism, you know, between yeah. you and your brother or your. your That's sibling. like the one way to get it. I yeah. wonder if Marcus is like, hey, I'm going to get like fucking a sleeve. And Mark keeps like, yeah, that's cool. I'll get the identical sleeve. Yeah. And, and then like, uh, if that's the case, do you right. get a, do you get a discount? <laughs> Two for like, one. The tattoo artist is doing the exact same thing. Well, I think you have to go to a twin. So you have to get the tattoos at the same time. <laughs> the same <to> time? <laughs> Holy. Wow. I didn't think of that. That's next level. They're doing them at the exact same time. See this part? We got this part inked at the exact same time. How's that possible? You had the same guy. No, 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 no. No. Twins. We found these two guys, Rona and Nona. <laughs> uh, all right, last segment. I don't even know why I wrote this. <laughs> Pie me to the moon, okay? Mm. Pie me to the moon. Okay. Like, you know, that Frank Sinatra song for whatever reason. I was going to say, hold on. Is that a saying? Pie me to the moon? Fly me to the moon. Oh, yeah. I know that part. But pie yeah. me to the moon is... Uh, it, it, no, okay, never that's, that's the pun. The pie is the part of the... Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Give me a pie chart right now of finals probability, NBA champion probability mm. in your uh, head as it stands. I'll try to figure out the math with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So we've got... I mean, technically, as of recording this, we've got eight teams yep. still in the mix. Why don't we start from the bottom? Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to work my way backwards. Um, so the bucks are in the hole. I don't think. Oh wait, gonna... wait, sorry, I forgot to do. Pie me to the moon. Yeah, yeah. Right. And then it's you. You got the right, stinger. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so okay, I get like, where do you put the bucks now? Now at the start of this podcast, I've almost convinced myself the bucks are going to do this. Uh, History. I'm, I'm going to give the bucks one percent. Great. Okay, that seems even. Maybe that's like a being kind, but one percent. Yeah. The slice that's so thin, like it's not even written in it. They have to like have a line that comes out of it. Like by yeah. the way, this thin little sliver—that's the Bucks' chances. Uh, Frank Slinatra. That's really good. Yeah, yeah, and uh, slin because of slice. I don't know. <laughs> so, sorry, you said Frank Slinatra. Yes, I did. Between his real name is the L. So why? And then I said, oh, because of slice. And you said, I don't know. So what did you mean by that? Because Frank I think Slinatra. I thought for a second that slin was a word. Because it sounds sort of like a word. It sort of sounds, yeah, of course, like, like slice slin. and thin. A thin slice is a a thin slice is a slin. Frank Slinatra works. Okay. So one percent. I'll I'll allow it. I'll okay. allow it. We're F, actually, we're gonna review that. We'll take. <laughs> oh, great. All right. We'll see you in ten minutes. We'll just sit here. Uh, yeah, we'll allow it. All right. All right. Okay. Sweet. A All thin right. slice is a slim. So Frank Slinatra's <laughs> "Pie Me to the Moon" has the Bucks at one percent probability of winning the championship. Okay. Next team. Okay. Yeah. Who goes next? Who goes next? Um, I think I would make the Nuggets my next team. Ooh. Yeah, let me go. Let me just go five percent. No, let's do this. Let's go four percent for the Nuggets. Great. I okay? like the way you're thinking ahead. Yeah, yeah. Keep it so round. We got, round. We got numbers. ninety-five. We got ninety-five remaining. And I like the Nuggets, and I just don't think they're going to beat the Clippers. I just think they're they're outclassed, and then they would have to, you know, potentially beat, of course, the Lakers, and then somebody else in the finals. So that's not going to happen. So four percent. Now look, now it gets personal for me. The the Michael Jordan meme. Now it gets personal. <laughs> You are holding an iPad. Yeah. Because um, it's like, do I go Raptors who are trailing in their series versus the Celtics? I'm coming on a day after my Raptors lose a pivotal game five. Just got their asses handed to them. Yeah, that um, wasn't okay. That was nice. That was, that was downright embarrassing, I'll be honest. Um, but still, I still believe they win in seven. I will go... Because now it's like a bunch of these teams are the same to me, if I'm being honest. It's like the Heat... The Raptors, who I still believe in, and the Celtics are all really, really like, I don't know, 15% each? Yeah, but one is much more likely to get to the conference finals. You got to bake that into the equation. Who The Heat being like much the more heat, likely. Yeah. yeah, than the Raptors. That's a good point. Okay, let me give, let me do this then. 15% for the Raptors and the Celtics. No, no, no. See, here's the problem with what you're saying. I think the Raptors or Celtics beat the Heat, no matter who gets there. Yeah. So I would have them higher in my chances. But let me give the Heat 15%. Okay. 
I want to give them all 15%. Don't talk me out of my pie chart, all right? I love that. I love okay. that. All right, because then you're at an even 50 for the for the remaining okay. three. No, three. you haven't said the Rockets yet. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. This is perfect. I'm going to go... <laughs> 20 percent i'm gonna go 25 percent for you're running out of slices you're running you're gonna need another pie no i'm not i do not need another pie 25 percent for the clippers 20 percent for the lakers and then the remaining five i'm gonna go to the rockets now i feel like that might be a little too low a little bit just a little bit what could i could have like uh pumped that up a bit but you know, if I have that right, I had Bucks at 1%, I had the Nuggets at 4%, I had the Rockets at 5%. That's then bad. I had the Heat, the Raptors, the Celtics at 15%, Lakers at 20%, Clippers at 25%. Did that add that up? Adds up? I think so. I think that adds up. Yeah, 55 and then 45 between the Lakers and Clippers. That's pretty yeah. damn impressive if I did that correctly. That, I think that On works. The fly. Yeah. Unless I, unless I too am wrong. All right, that's, that's a great pie chart. No notes about your pie chart. How do you Here's, feel about the actual look of the pie chart, though, with the, the percentages for each team? How do you feel about the, the designations that I've given there? Uh, like, would I have the Clippers at 4-1 to one odds to win the championship? Is that what you're asking me? Right, yeah. Uh, I, would, I would maybe have the Clippers higher, sadly, mm. as much as I don't want them to win. Mm. Um, but here's something interesting. 538. Yep has their own pie chart. You know, they got their own Raptor ratings. They got stuff for the election. And they're like, all right, let's just fucking start predicting basketball too. Right. Here's what worries me. They have in, in the election, they have Trump at 30%. And I'm like, okay, well that's, uh, that's at least he's not likely to win, but it seems a little high. But then I look at their basketball predictions and I'm like, Oh God, if it's the same accuracy as their basketball predictions, I don't like this at all. Trump could be a 99%. They could be that wrong. They have, the number one team right now, chance of winning the finals at 36%, dwarfing your Clipper pick, is the Boston Celtics. Wow. Wow. So they got the Celtics probably beating the Raptors and then being favored against the Heat. And then like at that point, it's a coin flip in the finals. So they have the Celtics number one at 36%. Okay. Seems high. <laughs> Seems a little seems a little high to me, but but like I said, I I would have them beating the Heat if they were to knock off the Raptors, which they That's won't. Right. Yes, right. And if that was it, I wouldn't be too worried about their political projections. But here's where it gets a little a little too wacky for me. Okay, okay. At twenty six percent, higher than your Clippers prediction, huh. uh, the Houston Rockets, the number yeah. two team in the. Uh, <laughs> That's their that's their projection. Their chance of winning the finals according to their Raptor player ratings. The formula, the algorithm that they've devised. Right. They're high on Austin Rivers. I guess so. <laughs> For whatever reason, they think the fucking Rockets have a 4-1 to chance. If They give the Rockets the same chance as Trump, which is, I guess, kind of comforting. Because then it's like, okay, if you think Trump and the Rockets have the same chance of winning, <laughs> I, will hitch the, I will hitch Trump's chances to the Houston Rockets and sure. let it play out. Yeah. Sure. Some ups and uh, downs. Yeah. For sure. Clippers number three at nineteen percent, so they're roughly the same in as the you. ballpark. Yeah. Uh, then they have the Heat at twelve percent chance, and then they have the Lakers at five percent. They only giving the Lakers a wow. twenty to one chance to win the championship. And so again, this is like based heavily on like player metrics, right? Like in like individual players within that team. So LeBron That's and right. AD are going to have obviously huge whatever. But then yeah. it's the rest of the Lakers squad maybe bringing them down, I, I assume, is what ha- yeah. is happening. Yeah, I guess so. Because then the Raptors are at 2%, and the Nuggets and Bucks are below 1%. Right. Um, well, take all of that and throw it out. Because yeah. if I remember correctly, 538 fucked up the 2016 yeah. presidential uh, predictions. <laughs> <laughs> Calling it for, for Clinton. Yeah. Saying, no way Trumps can win this. Whoops. Oh, somebody yeah. put in the wrong number, I guess. Uh that being play. said, if if you're listening to this in October and it's a Celtics Rockets finals, and be very afraid of Trump's chances, then yeah, maybe they know more than we do. Yeah, maybe, maybe they are very smart. They're very intelligent. Yeah, that's that's quite low. The Lakers at five. I mean, that's that's that should be higher. When you have a healthy LeBron and you've got AD, I mean, you're just going to be higher in any series. You're going to have a good chance to win it, regardless yeah. of the rest of your team. I think in a va- it's looking at players in a vacuum. They're like, LeBron James is one player, AD is one player, yeah. and the rest of the team is mediocre, so let's yeah. give them 5%. But no, th- this makes like sense. Which said, is why you could see the Celtics being as sort of high as they are in this, because they do have a, you know, they got a lot of obviously very talented young players and stuff like that. Yeah, that exactly. Sense. But I... Th- what it's not dis, what's not 
being accounted for here is the fact that like in a five on five, the Lakers will have the best duo in the NBA. Would right. you agree with that? Like when you have LeBron and then AD as his running mate, like starting with there, them giving a hundred percent, that's a formidable opponent. Yes, yes. I don't. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't have any other twosome left, of course, or probably in the league uh, entirely. Yeah, uh, that would you would have above them for sure. And as much as like I of course love Kawhi Leonard, having seen what he did with the Raptors last year. Um, and you compare him with Paul George, who at times is unbelievable. Don't get me wrong, and is a gr- they're both great defensive players. That one's tough. I mean, those two guys are so talented defensively. It's fair to like compare them in a way to a LeBron AD if it's just like who are the two best you know twosomes here if we're playing NBA Jam. <laughs> Although yeah. defense doesn't matter <laughs> in NBA Jam, the guy can jump twenty feet in the air into a helicopter dunk, so defense is not that big of an issue. But but then again, AD is incredible in that end, and LeBron when he locks in is like still one of the best. So he just picks his spots now because of his age and stuff like that. So I would yeah. still take the Lakers. Yeah, yeah, but in a Lakers Clippers. Um, Western Conference Finals potential. Man, I just like, I will admit to not being that impressed by, I guess, sort of both teams to some extent, but really the Clippers, like, they were my preseason pick and then, you know, pre bubble pick. But what I've seen from them when they lock in, when they don't coast, they're incredible, but they do coast. And I can't decide, is that impressive that they have that ability to sort of turn it on or is that (laughs) worrisome, right? Yeah. We've seen LeBron's teams in the past be like that. And, you know, sometimes it's worked out for him and sometimes, of course, it hasn't. I don't know. I guess I, t- I still take the clips as of today in a in a close series with the Lakers. It'd probably be a six or seven game series, but yeah. Yeah, if I think if the Lakers beat the Clippers, it's one of the most impressive LeBron performances because like, it just shows you that he's so good. He's like better than th- players three through 12. Like right. he's so above Kawhi that Kawhi is the players 3 through 12 advantage and LeBron would still win but that's where the Clippers have not impressed so far right they still have time players like 3 through 12 have not been that great for them here down there in the bubble in my opinion like Lou Williams you know it hasn't been pretty Montrezl Harrell sixth man of the year has been garbage straight up garbage I I don't know dealing with grandma stuff yeah I, I, he had a lot of obviously personal issues and, and was late to the bubble same with lou i mean getting wings at uh, magic city and all that uh, <laughs> that was a storyline that was this year that was like recently that feels like years ago what's well, that in atlanta isn't that near you yeah it's uh magic city have you been Fam- oh yeah famous strip wings? club i've never had the wings interesting <laughs> you won't believe this i wasn't going to that strip club for the wings oh, but but, I did see you in the background of the Lou Williams picture, by the way. So that yes. was you there. You yeah. were with him, right? I was the one taking the video. It wasn't Jack Harlow or whatever his name was, that rapper. Uh, Magic City is a blast uh, in Atlanta. That's an institution. And the food is apparently incredible. But uh, yeah. I've never thought about going to a strip club for food. Yeah, that's where you and Lou will differ. And that's the only thing that you guys differ about. Yeah. He blocked me on Twitter. <laughs> and on the court. Why did he block you on Twitter? Um, I think... It's because I tweeted something once as a compliment about him having two girlfriends at the same time. I think it was something along those lines. I'm pretty sure it was. And uh, then I like realized, I, I must have just noticed like a month or two later. I was like, oh, he blocked me. Weird. It seems like if, if you're in the NBA and you're so cool and you have two girlfriends and you're so cool and you're just Lou Williams and he's just the man, you're not blocking exactly. on Twitter. Like, that's exactly. Like a, that's a dork move. Big time. He's not that cool. Do you block people on Twitter? Hell yeah. I never. I never block. I don't but know I try. I, I try to keep that very, very minimal. Yeah. I mean, do you mute? No, I know. I I don't. Good for I don't you. know if the trolls don't annoy me or if I just don't have enough of an audience to have enough hater. Like, who are you blocking? Who are you muting? Like the guy that likes. You know what? That's not true. There's this one guy who constantly treats uh, tweeted like. Uh, pro-Trump things to me yeah, on my political tweets and then like on my non-political like he's just like why don't you say anything about this why don't yes, you talk yes. about this I'm just like I muted that guy you just so get tired true. of it you're just like yeah, I don't want to yeah. look at this but yeah, yeah. no <laughs> I'm never have blocked like anyone because uh, because I've uh, took offense to their NBA team or something <laughs> right. or because they told me tweet. I had two girlfriends or something <laughs> like that uh, no I don't know maybe you know best guess someone runs Sweet Lou's account didn't like it that day and said, yeah, that's true. get out of here. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. 
And I actually don't 100% even know that's why. <laughs> Maybe I said something else. Maybe I got crazy one night. I don't think so. I really don't. I love Sweet Lou. Because he used to play for the Raptors. He won six man and stuff like that. So I don't know. But that's a weird one. And you are right. I mean, that's a very dorky thing in a weird way. For especially a guy like Lou Williams to care about yeah. enough to block me. But I think yeah. you're right about social media manager there. I think so. I think so. But you're saying um, Lakers have a chance against the Clippers. But you would if it was just a pie chart of Lakers Clippers in a conference finals... 55 45 clippers I mean, i'll I'm, take it i'll take that. I, i'll take that I, i'm very 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 close i said you know with this series with the rockets and then of course moving forward okay lebron and ad they're a lock for whatever they're going to get which is of course a combined like let's say at 60 to 70 points like that's basically you can put it in pen put it in marker that they're going to get that for the most part every night it's all the other lakers guys like can they contribute or can yeah. you take them away? And it's obviously a mixture of both. So it's like Kuzma's got to be big. He's got to, obviously, he did great the other night uh, attacking the offensive glass, contributing in that way. Rondo gave them great defensive minutes, um, which was, was like jarring yeah. to see. I can't remember the last time Rondo, yeah, is down in a defensive stance. and like, Stole the ball in the, the backcourt, like yeah. Avery Bradley style. Yeah, making nice plays. Um, Danny Green, of course, he hit some threes. I've lived through the Danny Green experience, even as a, you know the one year as a Raptor player. He will go ice cold for games. He'll be hitting the side of the backboard on corner threes. It's really ugly. And then when Danny Green gets going, we've seen it, of course, in the finals before. We've seen it again with the Raptors. He'll just like, he'll have games where he's like, you know, basically pencil in for like three or four threes made. So anyway, it's all these other Lakers guys that if they contribute, I think they're, you know, of course, just as best, uh, just as uh, good as the Clippers are. So. Yeah, it's I, like I'm not worried about AD or LeBron. I mean, they're 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 some of the best players in the game. It's all these other guys that you need you need them to contribute to win a title, in my opinion. Yeah, one more pro Lakers question, just because I like hearing it from a non biased opinion. Right. Uh, there's this thing going around, not really a, uh, it's not really new, but everyone's like, you know, come playoff time, Kawhi's the best player in the NBA. It's kind mm-hmm. of widely accepted. Yeah, and I think. I still have LeBron over Kawhi in like a best of whatever, like one series LeBron is giving his all Kawhi is giving his all. I think I still have LeBron above Kawhi tough because Kawhi has had success on LeBron in playoff settings. I mean, he yeah. just has, I mean, he's, he's that good. He's that strong. He's that smart. He's a, he, you know, he still deserves like that superstar type whistle too. the respect of course from officials. So that's, that's I'm not saying Kawhi is not great. I'm saying like no, these I know, are I know. one and two, even one A, two A, one A, one B. But I yeah. still have just having when the ball is in LeBron's hands, as a fan rooting for him on my team, it's like a very surreal experience. I'm like this guy is the biggest, the strongest, yep. the fastest, and he's also the smartest, smartest. basketball player. Like yeah. he re it's it's watching a genius. I really appreciate it. Like I don't really love like classical music, so I don't really know like how to appreciate that, but like I know basketball very well and like everything he's doing right now is like dribbling one step to the right to change the defense like this and finding the like he's a he's a ma- a maestro, a genius yeah. on the court. Like he's controlling nine other players and I don't think any other player does that. No, probably not to the extent that he does. The flip side of that is Kawhi is just a machine, and it's like he's so he's strong. Just he's gets so to he knows where he's gonna go, <laughs> and he just goes there. And it's like doesn't matter what your game plan is, he's still gonna get to the elbow, rise up, get a great look at it, and uh, you know more times than not hit it, hit it. And then yeah, then the other part is can can he be the one guy that sort of like does get LeBron a little bit out of his flow? And I think again, he's proven that he can do that. He's done it before. And I know these are sometimes long series ago, but, or years ago, but you know, there is some history there that he can do it. Cause he does have the physical capabilities. He's obviously just as intelligent on the basketball floor. Um, and it's worked. So I hope, I mean, look, we're going to get a Clippers Lakers series. We're going to find out the answers to these. I, I mean, yeah. I hope we are. Yeah. Every game it's a Laker game or a Clipper game. And I'm like rooting very hard for the Lakers, rooting very hard against the Clippers. And it's just like, I feel like I'm 
trying to stop these two trains that are inevitably going to collide. Yeah, yeah. And we want three. Oh, maybe there's a chance that the no, it's not happening. No, the Nuggets no. win a game. Like, oh, maybe that. No, it's going to be the Lakers and it's going to be the Clippers and it's going to. They're going to give me what I deserve, which is the Clippers beating the Lakers and then playing the Celtics in the finals, and that's the perfect shitty end to this <laughs> shitty year. A series I don't want to watch. Or teams I don't want to root for. I don't even know what I'm going to do if it's the Celtics versus the Clippers in the finals. You just stop watching it. Eh? I, I just don't know. Like, I'm watching. It's like uh, there was a Super Bowl a couple years ago. It was like Philly versus New England. And, like, the New York fans are like, I hate both of these teams so much. I don't want to see any of them celebrate. I don't want to see the Celtics happy. I don't want to see the Clippers outsmart the Lakers and win a first championship. Ever. Right. I don't want either of those things to happen. I don't know what I'm rooting for. I guess an outbreak. Is that crazy? Is that selfish for me? <laughs> that I, I wish that maybe the families come in and... <laughs> Paul George's girlfriend gives it to nine other people and wow. they cancel the finals. Like, yeah, maybe it's a little selfish of me to wish for that, to hope for that, to pray for that, to want it so badly in my bones so that the finals doesn't happen. But I don't know. It's, that's what being a fan is about. I irrational, <laughs> irrational fandom. You sound like a crazy person. Although, if I went to the bubble, like, how, oh. I can almost... You've seen Celtic Pride, right? Yes, yes. So Go a, on. <laughs> they kidnapped a Boston player, which is not that dissimilar from what I'm inquiring about, which is infecting a Celtic player. No, no, it was a Celtic player, right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, if I can somehow get into the bubble as like a worker, an essential worker of sorts, because they say that the people coming into the bubble to clean and feed the players and their families aren't necessarily getting tested every day. Wait, wait, are you sending your resume right now to Disney World? What are you typing over there? I think I'm actually overqualified, yeah. <laughs> I've worked 15 years in the food service industry, because, I don't know, I, I did a Nature Box ad back in the day or two, so that'll qualify me. And then, holy shit, I'm in. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> They're so fast. I guess not a lot of people want to work there. I guess not. I think your plan's going like to work perfectly. The Michael Jordan cheeseburger thing, but with coronavirus. Yeah, right? they yeah. All, oh, no, it was the pizza. They all showed up to deliver him his cheese pizza. Oh, right, right, right. A flu on it? How did they? Oh, who knows? Did we ever get to the bottom of that? How you affect a pizza? Yeah, we did it. With food poisoning? And it was like, they were saying like five guys showed up to deliver the pizza to, like (laughs) somehow got into this hotel to take it up there. Like, what? No, they didn't. Also, if they were pranking, why all five guys have to go? Uh, do they all have to uh, Captain America style? All they put in different little ingredients right Right, before the pizza is given? They and then the best, guy. the best like reason I've heard, and it maybe makes the most sense is because we, oh, of course, this, I think it came all up in the last dance, right? MJ ordered the pizza, didn't want to share it with everybody else in the room. That's right. So he purposely basically spit on it. He coughed on it, right? Yeah. That's how this the story goes. Pre-corona time, so. Right. And so then there are some people that are convinced he actually made himself sick because he smoked so many cigars that he like spit all the carcinogenic <laughs> stuff from the cigars onto his pizza and then consumed that and got sick. I'm serious. That's what some people think. This is why you had the flu. food poisoning from yourself? Self. From your own cigar spittle. That's some fucking goat shit. Like I've been talking about LeBron, but like not even he would think about doing no, that shit. No, no. And that's when it became personal for Michael Jordan. <laughs> that's when it became a personal pizza for Michael Jordan. <laughs> Four slices with chopped up cigars, his little (laughs) That's what he puts on his pizza. Little cigar leaves. Ah, good stuff. Way to way to end the app. All right, favorite segment? We're thinking Rona or Nona. I think I mean it has the moon. Yeah. No, I think Rona Yeah, Rona or Nona has the best name for sure. It's the most memorable. Now it is like yeah, like I'm sure some people are gonna be like, Oh, you can't do that. Yeah. You can't do that. Very insensitive. By the way, Which, these are all open for you if you want to take some for Oh thank you. No thank you. Yeah. No, it is nice to uh, slip them into the podcast. You're right. You just take a normal hey, we could just talk about this or we could put it we could absolutely jam this thing into a weird game we've made up make it way more convoluted yeah make it to the point where we don't even understand what we're talking about but hey it'd be a lot of fun that's our specialty because we get a graphic out of it yes uh, yes all right sir again the name of your show no dunks podcast
That's right. And people can just find it wherever they listen to any podcast, right? We are everywhere. We also put the show up on YouTube. We go live on YouTube, uh, generally 10 a.m. Eastern um, every day here throughout the playoffs. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. So you can actually jump in the YouTube chats and we like have figured it out that we can like, if somebody says something funny or makes a great point, we can pull up comments now like on the fly and and address those. So yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. It's like a min- it's a online show. Yeah, TV it's basically show. a version of the starters at this point because uh, we're all zooming from our um, you know our offices and stuff like that. But yeah, no dunks. It's on Apple. It's on iTunes. Whatever. It's on Spotify. Uh, it's on the Athletic app. Um, you know, if you're a subscriber to the Athletic, you can get it without the ads. Though I don't know why you would ever want to listen to our podcast without the ad reads because uh, <laughs> some people are saying it's our best work. <laughs> wow. You know, yeah, we, I I have been thoroughly enjoying your ad reads. We got yeah, Taz singing about. Yep. Was that a furniture company? Uh, yeah, Tess was doing a bare naked ladies impersonation <laughs> about Burrow, which is a yeah a sofa, um, or or um, yeah furniture company. We've had Lee uh, telling stories about trying to get frisky with his wife on his wedding anniversary, and that was a manscaped ad. That makes sense. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, we've had a lot of fun with the ads. That's good. Yeah. That's that's what makes podcast ads so special is that people don't want to fast forward through them. That's exactly right. I mean, this, this stuff is gold. I mean, I. We should be asking for more money, let's be honest, at this point, for Manscaped. <laughs> you deserve it. Yeah. Uh, sweet. Uh, thank you so much for coming by this show, and thanks to you guys for listening at home. Um, maybe I'll pull some clips from this one, no dunk style, and post them online somewhere. Sounds great. Thanks for having me, man. Of course. And uh, we'll be back, I don't know, a week, two <laughs> weeks, four weeks. It's, it's not as regular as no dunks. I apologize. I'm sorry, everybody. There's not that many people listening. They don't care. All right, bye, everybody. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>